the wind. There's wind pushing, I think, the your one bush against your house. Leslie and I keep hearing it. Like, it sounds like somebody's about to open up the door. It might even be the door. Like, I, I don't think the, the door. door's real secure. It's a little loose. <laughs> so it's probably like... I thought you were going to say, like, weatherproofed, oh, no. perhaps. But no, secure is how you view it. Like, it's not, you know, like, flush with the door. Like, there's a little bit of give there. The, the, I think it's because there's no deadbolt. It pushes with the wind. So at some point, if anyone does try to enter without your knowledge yeah. pretty much yeah yeah i gotta get a deadpool <laughs> <laughs> like grand entrance <laughs> i will make sure i watch for your car all the time your entrance was good his was better <laughs> batman forever yes it's a deep cut yes which really it shouldn't oh. be but because nobody no one like wants to remember it you know because Batman and Batman Returns, I was really young. It scared the shit out of me, yeah. so yeah. I never really watched them. <laughs> Batman Forever was the first time I was like, I get this. I'm on board. Yeah. And then everything changed for Batman and Robin. I was like, this is, why is, do I not like this? I like the first, the other one I watched. Why is this one so bad? I didn't understand why it was bad. I just knew yeah. I didn't like it. <laughs> I remember uh, he had, like, the two women. So the one woman was, like, blonde, all yes, white. Yes, And then he had the, the brunette. It was with- Drew Barrymore. Yes, it was. was. the blonde. You're right. The, I do remember. The, dark-haired the dark-haired one was... was um, oh, she's I can been see, another thing. I can I see her. Of, yeah, I know yeah. her face, but I can't think of her but name. But I now. just always looked for like the pretty outfits, and I was like, <laughs> I want that outfit. And my mom was like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, because there was one or two that she kind of looks elegant, and then there was one or two others that I kind of definitely looked like a whore. <laughs> So I don't know what the, what the scene like you were drawn to or what your mom was like worried feather about. Feather boas. I was always into well, feather boas. As a kid, you don't perceive that. And you just think it looks like, like a cool long, outfit. They had like long flowy robes mm-hmm. and chaise lounges and I just wanted all of that and high heels. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I would love to... Or I just I had a slutty side in... as a kid. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, we're all uncomfortable now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Brian and Super Friends. I'm your host, Brian Labick. Joining me for this episode yet again is Josh Zorch. Still in the same chair. Sarah Zorch. Still in the same seat. And Leslie Yoders. Still just as uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell we're having fun. It's a good, it's a good <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> uh, so we're back for the second installment of the Never Seen That series. Oh, that's going to be great. I love it. <laughs> Uh, so we're, we, this is where we we find a movie that someone hasn't seen before, force them to watch it with their eyelids taped open. Uh, I got to be the first guinea pig last episode. If you listened, we finally exposed myself to the Goonies. That doesn't sound right. To the Goonies. <laughs> Brian exposed himself to the Goonies. A group of adolescent children on an adventure adolescent. quest. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, it totally fits. Uh, so for this episode, it's Josh's turn. We will be screening the first Bad Boys movie. Uh, and as I mentioned, the first episode we may or may not have a, may or may not have a theme song. So if we did, we can throw it in now. I still, but maybe you didn't 
just hear that and the conversation is just continuing so we're not sure yet yeah it'll be really funny this way <laughs> the first like five episodes we got nothing just dead air <laughs> until we come back uh all right so the format we will try to do for these episodes just to give a refresher we'll briefly talk about the movie before we watch it take a break come back and then we'll talk about it after we've finished so again we're gonna watch bad boys which was michael bay's first big movie going back through his imdb profile so after directing nu- numerous meatloaf music videos, which is not a lie, check IMDb, it's all there. Nice. Bad Boys looks to be his first directing credit in 1995. He followed that up with The Rock in 1996, Armageddon in 98, Pearl Harbor, 2001. Yeah, I don't think that was actually maybe his fault. And I think I, I'm one of the few who don't hate really? that movie as much as I think. Okay. If you, if you redo the, like the last 20 minutes... I think up to that point is not that bad. Fair no, enough. If you rewrite history. <laughs> not the history itself. No. Yes, I understand it's a biopic, but come on. So after Pearl Harbor, he eventually comes back around for Bad Boys 2, 2003. Depending how, Josh, depending how you received Bad Boys 1, I'd, we'd still like to do Bad Boys 2, I think. Definitely. I think that'd be good. Because I feel like they're two completely different films as far as how they feel. Okay. Um, so, Josh, what do you know or... Anything about the original Bad Boys movie? Uh, literally the only memories or anything I have of it is just knowing that it's Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. They're partner cops. I'm sure they'll probably come across some kind of heist or internal affair worry or criminal ring of some kind. and Basic will, cop stuff. Yeah, that, that will drive... <laughs> The plot, and there will be much quipping among them, and explosions and actiony scenes and whatnot. And I don't know why I, I, I have retained this since I would uh, that movie came out when I was eleven. So I remember from previews because my brain uses itself well that uh, there's a. The way the trailer was cut, at least. There's a moment where they're driving, and I think Martin Lawrence is driving, and Will Smith uh, takes a dig at him, saying something like, you drive like you're driving Miss Daisy. Mm -hmm. And the trailer cut goes next to what makes it look like Martin Lawrence is going to, like, show him a thing or two about that and all of a sudden they're like driving really really fast and will smith is still in the passenger seat and he's like screaming looking out directly out of the windshield at the camera and whatnot i'm sure that's not actually related whatsoever they just cut the scenes right that way. yeah that's a trailer cut yeah. but i like it, just this weird moment that my brain retained it burned in your memory forever yeah. Yeah. uh do you expect to like this movie or think it'll be a struggle to sit through and watch this because i know you're on the fence with michael bay stuff so that's where that was sort of why we picked this one i think to watch yeah that's fair uh i mean it was, we, we were talking today about it before we started and kind of going through the back movies and i said like really between like this and transformers he did have a couple of really good solid movies i love the rock yeah i always mm-hmm. have um that came out at the same period where like Nicolas Cage was doing like that trio of action movies. Oh, that's like, right. That yeah, yeah. face off and con air. Yeah. Um, those weren't all Michael Bay, but like I kind of associated them all in some ways. Armageddon. Come on. People can't really argue against that <laughs> that much. Like maybe you don't like it or whatever, but it was a, it was a solid hit. It really yeah. was. Yeah. Um, but it really wasn't until you got to, to transformers where you're like, Oh wow, this guy really can't 
do anything else anymore. <laughs> like he can't tell any more different story. He can't like for me it was like he didn't really have that reputation solidly. Yeah. Until he got to that point. And he hasn't done anything else other than Transformers movies since. Yeah. So the the couple like yeah, starting with this, I figured, okay, this is towards the beginning more of the uh feature career. So it can't be that bad. Like if he hasn't hit that sort of plateau point, um, you know, there's gotta be some originality in this. The two lead actors I figure have gotta be entertaining to watch as They're the main draw for the movie. Is the two of them oh, together is fantastic. Yeah. And I wonder, like, you, I, it's probably from something like this that I wouldn't be surprised that the producers, like, looking at, um, like, the next three years. Like, Will Smith went from this to Independence Day the next year to Men in Black the year after that to 98 was... Is that Wild West? 98 to 99 was Wild West. There might have been one in 98. I'm not thinking Enemy of the, of the State. Ooh, Enemy that's State. a good one, too. Right, so I'd like probably as an actor i think he was getting ready to finish up i think he was in like just before the last season of fresh prince yeah yeah Somewhere so right he's like making a foundation like look this is the type of feature actor i can be i can do improv i can do funny but i can also be an action star you know and and throw in a little bit of drama moments here and there um so i figure it's it's gotta be good I, i'm not anticipating disliking it i think it was like up until this movie just from watching fresh prince i'd never seen will smith start dropping motherfuckers everywhere <laughs> like this was a big step in a different direction for him yeah well that was like part of his shtick was that he didn't swear yeah like, and for his rap whole, career yeah, his yeah. Rap yeah. Career, he wouldn't swear or anything so yeah that was like what <laughs> uh sarah and leslie you guys have seen this movie correct yeah. yes it's been a while though mm-hmm. okay yeah that was sort of same it's not one that i like revisit that often do you but... remember the last time you watched it no oh geez no I, yeah i couldn't tell you okay uh, any predictions from you guys whether or not Josh will like this movie? I don't know. Because he, get, he gets annoyed with over-the-top Michael Bay movies. Well, compared to this so one... So this one, is, uh, yes. I, I think... I, I think he'll hate the second one a lot more yeah. than this one. But I think this likes, one could be better. He, he likes the fun action movies that are just... To take them as they are is okay. just a fun action movie. So, no, I think he'll enjoy it. Hopefully, you think maybe I can get past the bias of thinking like well i the michael bay that i know uh, yeah look here's the seeds of where that crap started yeah yeah got it this one i think has more of a plot than the second one does which i think helps oh, well okay. the, the next two are in development so R- yeah been that's been that's been there tossed yeah. around so I really always, but at the same time yeah it could be one of those things like you hear the announcement tomorrow it could be like yep there we go finally yeah. it's gonna yeah. happen or three years from now we could be having the same conversation well, i got real excited when they talked about joe carnahan taking over and doing three and four that would be really He was supposed cool. to write and direct, and he's no longer attached, so they're not. he's not with it anymore. I would have been with that. Yeah, I thought his style would have fit exactly what they were trying to do. Okay. Um, any specific reason you haven't seen this? Was it more of a Michael Bay bias that you're... Oh, no, not at all. Um, I, there wasn't a lot of uh, rated R movies allowed in my house growing up. <laughs> Fair um, enough. I think... I think Con Air originally might have been PG thirteen. I, I don't think wrong about no, that. Probably, that probably was gone. definitely rated R. Would I, I, there was if my dad wanted to see it <laughs> enough, and it was like allowed in the house sometime if he like cared to watch it on cable if it was there. Okay. I think maybe that was also it. Like it was really kind of like we were. It was at the point in my life I was like just about to become a teenager, and 
once it had like come out on video, I didn't have as much interest in like going to the video store anymore with the parents and having like movie night or anything. And it wasn't really the kind of movie they ever ran nonstop on TNT or TBS. And if it ran on the premium channels, we didn't have that. Yeah. So I never had the chance to catch it the millionth time that it was in syndication or something. Um, so it just kept going on the back burner and never came across it. Like at the library where I stopped, I thought, oh, bad boys. Oh, yeah, I got <laughs> to check that box. I think truth be told this, I don't know if this is mentioned in the same breath as like the Goonies or something like that. Like, I don't think it's something that, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but that shaped someone growing up. Yeah. Type yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> if you are that person, we immediately apologize for any offense you may have taken to that. The views of the Bright Guy and Super Friends podcast are not reflected in the person. Anything else for Sarah and Leslie? Anything to add before we start this thing? I, I think I remember when I last watched it was when I first watched Hot Fuzz. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because okay. the reference, and I'm like, man, I haven't watched, ba- I watch Bad Boys too. Yeah. <laughs> I watch it forever. I do now remember watching yeah. Hot Fuzz and realizing that I didn't get the joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's there's I, a lot I remember, of yeah. Michael Bay camera angles in Bad Boys too that are completely reflected in, in Hot, Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Okay. Yes. So what I'll need, yeah. So what I need to do is if we end up doing both of these, then I'll have to go back to Hot Fuzz again, yeah. which is probably what we should do. Just watch <laughs> Bad Boys too and then watch Hot <laughs> Fuzz immediately. Yeah. Afterwards. We need to do that because I think I've only seen both of those once. Oh, oh yeah, Hot yeah. Fuzz yeah. is so it's fucking good. Like yeah. one of the best movies ever. I think we already just found what we have to do. <laughs> Next weekend. <laughs> do the trilogy. <laughs> uh, all right. So I think it's movie time. Uh, we're going to take a little break. Just like Josh said, the next time you hear this, we will be in the future. Probably about two hours. And uh, we'll talk to you then. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. So we've made our jump to the future. We have finished Bad Boys. <laughs> yeah. I forgot, I forgot about the sound effect. That's right. Uh, so now it's time to grill Josh for his experience. So first off, did you like it? Yeah. It, it was, you sound surprised that you liked it. No, um, a little over the top at times. <laughs> it is Michael Bay. Uh, that's true. I think the comment you made right as the third act was coming to a conclusion where it's very obvious that, yeah, like 40% of the budget went into the last 12 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Blow up, blow up an empty aircraft hangar. That's got to cost a pretty penny. Uh, different than the Michael Bay you're used to? Uh, yeah, probably in most ways. Until you get like right to that conclusion. Then you're like, ah, yeah, this is this is where he found his calling. Yeah, yeah. But uh, otherwise, like if you... It, it otherwise... It looked like a lot of other... I don't say like generic action movies that definitely took on a lot of those tropes of cops and internal corruption. Right, and, right. Right, explosions and chases and stuff, but it was fun. Uh, the highlight for me has always been Martin Lawrence and Will Smith's chemistry. How do you feel about them as the duo? I feel like it. You could tell there were probably a lot of times where instead of take like doing like two or three takes of something, Michael just kind of hit record <laughs> and just let the scene keep going. Like instead of having like okay, let's try something else or just do off the cuff now, let's kind of reset and start over and then just go. You just like let okay. We're just gonna do one take. Yeah, and everything that you say, we're gonna use. Yeah, I think they play off each other really, really well. Yeah, they definitely do, and and, and a lot of that, they like say, it just kind of keeps going a little too long at times, or like a little bit of editing. Really like, yeah, I can see that helped the flow of some of the stammering <laughs> that occurred a lot. See, of that's time. funny to me though. Like, I get a kick out of all the stammering and how long <laughs> and awkward they go. Those scenes. Um, Leslie and Sarah, did you guys pick up on anything 
new or anything that stood out to you after watching it? Is it the movie that you remember? Like, has it been that long that you've seen it? No, it's the movie I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been a while, but it all kind of came back. And that's a good thing, right? You yeah. guys enjoyed yeah. it the first? Okay. Yep. You could, it could have been about anything. It was just about Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, their characters together, pretty much. And that's the yes. main draw for yeah. just like any other sequel to this franchise. Yeah, it's like, I just want to see the two of them pair up again and do something. Yeah, nothing about like what happened really matters. Yeah, <laughs> it's just their chemistry that was the best. Like, why? Why are they there? Who are they with? It's all just yeah. circumstantial to them like, existing together. Stolen evidence? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> I wanted to. Uh, I think that if if this was ever going to be given a subtitle for the movie, it would have been. Uh, Damn it, Julie, stay in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I want to go clubbing real bad. <laughs> yeah, I. It seems like now a little overdone where like you have the uncooperative <clears throat> witness who doesn't have apparently any self-preservation instincts. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't really sit still for four days. <laughs> Especially like you were saying in that real lushy apartment. Yeah. Where you could definitely just chill out. Yeah. She has to, but you know, didn't have Netflix then. <laughs> <laughs> that is the first one. The problem. internet was just like. Uh, what so. you can tell by the, the, the amazing displays of technology of like tracking a cell phone with, how about just the cell phones with, this is true they're not even called it's mobile, mobile phones mobile phones well they still had pagers too yeah in that yeah they were being paged yes i remember in scream i think when they first arrest um skeet or just character skeet, yeah yeah um is it billy 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 and loomis the police station and the the sarge is questioning him and he says what are you even doing with a cellular telephone, son? <laughs> yeah. Kinda it's all that kind of that stuff way. that really makes it feel dated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Scream yeah. was, I think, no, at 96, uh, I think yeah. it was. So, right around so that yeah. Time. All right. That makes right sense. Right around this yeah, time. Yeah. And I, but you know what? That's a good point. Um, probably only that stuff. And the fashion dates it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that's Martin kind of back. The choker look. The choker look I like, but it was Martin Lawrence's quilted vest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's a lot of stuff that. that I think Will Smith wore in this film that I was like, I want to, I want to wear that kind of like back in the early 2000s and stuff, late 90s. I tried to find shit like that and I can't, probably because I'm not black, so I can't <laughs> get clothing like that. But I was that style was like, yep, I'm on board for this. I get to, of course I had a huge man crush on Will Smith back then too. So back then, yeah. All right, he's still like number <laughs> top three probably okay. for me. But yeah, there was something about I I, they definitely didn't. Uh, again, in the third act, especially, they did not waste the opportunity to show Will Smith running very, very fast, exhibiting his athleticism with shirt open, shirt open, half naked. Granted, dude was in freaking good shape. <laughs> I didn't notice that scene. <laughs> I blacked out. <laughs> we were just talking about Taya Leone's fabulous outfits that she had. She didn't like pants. Yeah, that yeah. too. She's like, I want to go clubbing, and I hate pants. And I want to go this be, stakeout, and I hate pants. Would this be, and I'll ask the, the ladies, would this be the first type of ta- first time maybe that you saw Will Smith as like a sex symbol? Or were, would that, or, Did that come across in this movie with the shirt yeah. open? At and, which point of watching Fresh Prince did that happen for you? Because he doesn't oh dress God. like that in Fresh yeah. Prince. So. No, in Fresh Prince, he's not like bare-chested. and. But he was a ladies' man. He was a ladies' man, but it was like so. a different... Uh, well, I guess later Fresh Prince, he got a little bit more suave. It was more like bright colors in the hats in the beginning. But I think as his character evolved, he he wore more of like the blazer with the pant, you know, 
that kind of look. I don't remember having a crush on him or anything. Like it wasn't he wasn't like he didn't do it for wasn't you. Wasn't in my top three. <laughs> Not to say that he's not attractive. It's just that he wasn't. He looks a I lot s- better in Bad Boys too, though. <laughs> I see it now. Like, yeah, I it wasn't. He wasn't. But I didn't actually watch a lot of Fresh Prince when it was on. Okay. Yeah, I, I never saw either. this movie until I was an adult. So. Okay, fair enough. He's still an attractive man. <laughs> like we said, he doesn't age. Yeah. Uh, I I think we made mention. I think I brought it up before we watched. I feel like this one has a little bit more of a plot just because of like the switched identities thing where they like okay, Martin yeah. Lawrence has to be Mike Lowry and right. Will Smith has to, you know, be at home with kids. Second one's a lot more straightforward of just like there's a case that they have to solve and it just leads to action set piece to action set piece to action set piece. So the plot really doesn't stand out in the second <laughs> one. You're really just watching it for the Michael Bayisms that happen. Right. Which I mean is enjoyable one way or the other, but I and I honestly don't know if I which one I like better between the two. I mean, the action is definitely ten times better in in the second one, but I think there's more comedy to be had in this one than the second one. So, depending on sort of like what you took away, I guess we'll see how if we ever get to Bad Boys Two, how you feel about that one. Whether the action is enough to make it exciting for you, or if you're gonna, I mean, I don't know. The second one's still funny though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Plus, it has that sweet "Shake Your Tail Feather" song. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I. They think play of. that excessively in that in that movie. <laughs> Was that a big like soundtrack song yes. for the movie? That, that was a big, I, I like, would have missed it. I would not have paid attention to that kind of music. That was the time, big 2000s so. rap collaboration with a lot of people that were hot at the time okay. collaborating on a rap song for the theme song of the movie. What was it? Diddy? Uh, Murphy Lee Murphy was in Lee. there. And Mace. Nelly. Nelly was in there? Please tell me it was Mace. Mace no. was not there. Lie to me no. and tell me it was Mace. <laughs> Mace is someone they're probably missing from that track. He would probably <laughs> fit in right really good with that one. I, I, I do have it. The time that we <laughs> I own the soundtrack. There's a JT song on that soundtrack. Check again. I don't, I don't own the soundtrack. I just own this song. Challenge. Number twelve on the <laughs> number twelve. You swear to God, number. it's number twelve. Oh my gosh! Look it up and tell me if I'm right. I'm That's because it's number one on my. It's called TV. Love. Don't love me. It's fucking great. Oh my God. Like well, on a he, different when level. When he leaves the monthly. Pittsburgh Regional JT Fan Club meeting, <laughs> and they and they talk about the song of the month. You know, he has to has those kind of details at their fingertips. That's right. <laughs> I feel like I got the number route. No, I'm like I'm second guessing myself on the track number now. No, stay confident. <laughs> Sarah's gonna correct me in a minute. I know it. It doesn't like. There we go. You're like, wait, Sound it was number twelve on the Burt JT CD that I made for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I did because I had to put it in the collaboration CDs that I burned my because so my it's not on any of his other albums. You have to well, there, have to put it, it in the collection. It's number twelve. Oh. Boom! Nailed it. Mic drop. I'm done. It's an album only away. track though, so I can't even buy it. So I'll just have to get it from you at some point. <laughs> that's that's fair. We can make that happen. There's some interesting. Yeah, there's some interesting. Oh, that was a, a point that I remember. Like as we were watching the movie, I completely forgot about the song "Bad Boys." Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I probably haven't. I haven't watched Cops since I was twelve, <laughs> and I haven't thought of that song in forever. So, yeah, once it like popped up, I will say, for as much as it was used as obviously like a promotional tool for this movie when it did come out, the fact that it only pops up in the movie once, and it's actually just embedded in the background. It it, it, it comes and it goes and it's done. Yeah, they definitely could have. It could have been like the opening theme. It could have been, you know, a big uh, overture part during some other big and like intense action moment. And it's not like they refrained. Right. I'm actually surprised by that. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I think I even, I know I have the theme song for this because I think it was part of the soundtrack for this movie. But I think the guy that did the like instrumental soundtrack for the for the movie is the same guy that did Speed. 
right. And you can sort of hear the similarities there, I I think. also picked up some Miami Vice in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it's set in Miami, so that makes sense. Yeah. You just had that, like... I mean, not to be silly, but like in one way, do you think this was a way to kind of like do a backdoor like black cop version of Miami Vice without wow. calling it that? Yeah, I can see that. Except like this was a hit in '95, and it took them what seven, eight years before they got a sequel. Yeah. So if they were really trying to push that, I feel like they True. waited hell of a long time to. Well, they, but yeah, but they didn't necessarily have the branding of like a Miami Vice type thing to like immediately continue to go on. And but even may, just maybe the, no one else was in, interested in doing it, or maybe even just the star power of like Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, they were like really coming into their own after this movie, right? Especially like we talked about Will Smith too. Mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence is probably really looking for a job, but Will Smith was hot, so I feel like if he wanted to do it, they could have definitely came back around and did it. Yeah, I bet, well, I guess like everyone got busy after that. Like I think I think Martin was still on for another couple years mm-hmm. after this. Could be. And then obviously we talked about like Will Smith did like hit after hit after hit like three or four years in a row after that, with the exception being Wild Wild West. But uh, <laughs> well, it's like what did Martin the Lawrence do Bay did after that? What did Martin Lawrence do? So uh, I can think of I'm Blue look, Streak. I'm looking it up. Night. Yeah, that was that one. So Martin, the TV series, was on until 1997. All right, so a couple more years of that. Then he did. Yeah, Blue Streak was 99. Big Mama's House was 2000. Oh, that's the one. Okay. <laughs> Mama's uh, Black Knight was there. Black, Black Knight? Knight was two thousand one. Then Black Knight. What was First Knight? Is that the Richard Gere? First movie? Knight was Richard Gere and Christian Bale. That that's was, that's uh, definitely different than what. That's, yeah, that's that's, that's not slightly different. And then he he was the voice of in Open Season in two thousand six. His his IMDb is a little little more. It's a little different than Will Smith's. Didn't come back around until two thousand three when Bad Boys two came out. Yeah, and then after that he had. 2003, he had Bad Boys 2, and then it was 2005, he had the movie Rebound. I don't even know that. And 2006 was Big Mama House 2. <laughs> don't remember Rebound. I feel like I vaguely remember like a poster or something, but I couldn't tell you what the hell the movie's about. Mm-mm. No idea. Like, it, it didn't it didn't make me disinterested in watching the sequel. And I'm sure if they did get around to making a third one finally... It, it probably would be a lot of fun. Well, this is like, you know, we always give the Transformers movies shit for how over the top and crazy they are. Yeah. Lacking a plot. Yeah. That type of style fits exactly to what a Bad Boys movie should be. Yeah. Which is why when they announced doing, like, even just Bad Boys 3, mm-hmm. it's like, that would be perfect. Bring Michael Bay back to what he's good at. Yeah. And just have him blow a bunch of shit up. Have Martin Lawrence and Will Smith go banter them for two hours. And I would mm-hmm. totally watch that fucking thing. I think his style also works well in real people yeah like yeah they have a lot of special effects that they set up but when you lose yourself in five freaking robots <laughs> going all over the screen moving in ways that you can't like you're you're the human eye can't keep track yeah of all the colors and contours and just everything that you're seeing i remember watching the, the first transformers movie and just thinking i i don't know what i was seeing yeah i know kind of what was happening i don't know what i was seeing because it just looks like a colorless blob yeah moving all the time together especially when they start fighting then they're interacting and it's just it's a mess but in the in the real medium where he had to work on things like the rock and armageddon and and this he had real people he had cars he had vehicles yes even if you're blowing stuff up that's still a special effect that you need a crew to work on and right. set up and execute as opposed to just to hear, here's what I want to see. 
go to the computer lab, have people make it for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, even Bad Boys 2 gets a lot more CG help, I think, for the really? for the real world action sequences that happen. If that makes... There's definitely I mean, a sequence in particular that I'm thinking of. I mean, it's in the trailers, but there's... A, like a tractor trailer full of cars that then become falling off the trailer on a freeway that has some CG help as far as like, I think they, they might've actually dropped cars, but mm-hmm. they CG'd like Martin Lawrence and Will Smith driving their car through the cars that are falling. Okay. And it so it's not an actual stunt. It's it just, of, does it stand out really badly? I didn't think it did at the time. I really thought they were doing it. It wasn't until I went back and like watched maybe some of the behind the scenes stuff yeah, where yeah. they started talking about like what effects were done. So, you know, now, 15 years removed, I don't know if it's going to stand out if we watch it again. Especially on Blu-ray, because I probably watched it on DVD back in the day. So, mm-hmm. we'll see if... Because some of the... Especially CG special effects. If you start watching that stuff in high def from yeah. 20 years ago, it does not hold up. So, we'll, I'm actually a little bit anxious now to see what that looks like. I am I am curious. Josh, you will like it a little bit, because I didn't realize... I forgot that uh, Michael Shannon is in Bad Boys too. Really? <laughs> is he? Who the... Why can't I think about who he is? General Zod. Well, I know that, but who he is? <laughs> I mean, what character he plays? I don't well, know. For a lot of people, Michael Shannon is still not like a household like. Really, I think that's the only thing I know him from. That's why I'm surprised he's in Bad Boys too, and I can't think of who he is. Uh, I I can't remember. It says he's Floyd. I don't. That doesn't mean mm, anything to no. me. You know who else is in Bad Boys too? Henry Rollins. Yes. <laughs> in Gabrielle Union. That's right. Well, Henry Rollins was in The Chase uh, with Charlie Sheen. That was actually kind of a fun movie. <laughs> that, yeah, I do remember that. I do like that movie. And he was amazing in that. <laughs> um, I feel like what else was Henry Rollins in? He was in The New Guy. Speaking of, Sarah, speaking movie. of Gab- Gabrielle Unit, last I heard about Bad Boys was Bad Boys 2 and 3 are not happening. But they're trying three to... 3 and 4? Or just, Yeah, 3 and 4, sorry. Okay. And that they're trying to spin it off now into a TV show with Gabrielle Union coming back to reprise her character to lead the TV show. That was what I heard. I don't know if they shot a pilot, if they're going to shoot a pilot, where it might end up, but that was what I remember hearing. Sounds like the... I, I mean, not having at least seen the only other one that exists in this series yet, but really kind of sounds like the type of thing, like you're only going for branding. Like what, At this what, point, what yeah, probably. Could you make with any hope of longevity that isn't going to seem like a generic copy action show with some stuff? Because it, not it just, to you know bring her down or anything, right. but I feel like Will Smith and Martin Lawrence that combination is the draw that gets people to want to see Bad Boys. Of course, if you name a show Bad Boys and have no involvement from them whatsoever, what what kind of show is that going to be? And they're not gonna they're not gonna be do a TV show. No, hell, no, no way, no, no, no way. They're not gonna do it. It's not. You might be able to get Martin Lawrence, but Will Smith is not coming back for TV. <laughs> yeah. You might. Maybe a stretch, maybe a whole big stretch to do something on a premium channel. Yeah. That would be like a 10 episode series limited run or something. But even he like I like I was surprised that he went out on a limb to do Suicide Squad. All right. And I don't think that I don't think anything like that is something he would go outside the box in that way. Yeah. For he knows he can still be a movie star if he wants to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess we'll, not that I'm going to, I mean, I could sort of, I guess, kind of keep my eye on that show. I'm kind of scared for it, just because I like the movie so much, but if they tell me they're going to make a bad boy show, I at least have to watch an episode and see what it's like. But I don't think anyone that I want to be associated with that is going to be associated with that, so it might still be crap, but 
What are you going to do? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But you'll always, I won't watch you'll it. always have this. It'll always exist. That's right. I can always fall back in the movies. Yeah. Totally works for me. What's a TV show going to when I do? Like we said, this the the whole plot or anything about this movie doesn't really matter. Yeah. It is just Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Unless Tia Leone stars in it as well. And it's just different teams of cops having to put up with her being... Ugh, I definitely wouldn't watch uncooperative it. ...uncooperative... <laughs> As they try to keep her alive and stay in the house, out. she she has her mainstream show, right? So she wouldn't be doing it anyway. Not she doesn't even come back in the sequel, so she definitely wouldn't show up in the TV show. I just spoilers I for the sequel, to. Brian. Uh, I don't know if that's a selling point for him or not. If she's back, no, I would be actually highly annoyed if she was. Oh, there you go. She's not in the second one, so you're... her character was aggravating at every turn. <laughs> Nothing against her per se. I've never. Really been a huge fan of hers, but you know, bygones be got bygones, whatever. Not right. gonna tear anyone down, but her character was just annoying most of the time. That's fair. Yeah, she was Carl before Carl yeah. was a thing. Is <laughs> <laughs> so it maybe like maybe now it's become more of a trope, or I don't know if it was more common in like action movies of the eighties or nineties, but yeah, just that type of character that. You're the person we have to keep safe. Why are you acting reckless? Yeah. Why are you... Like, the one or two times when they uh, go on the bridge and they have to throw the ether out the back and they blow it up and they have the truck and all that stuff. The annoying comments she makes about, like, you call this protective custody? (laughs) You left the freaking safe house. They found you. You didn't even maybe know you were going to run into them where you were going. You put yourself in all this danger, and now you're going to give people shit and, for it. Like, shut you, up. You refused actual pr- protective custody. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. He, he was offering you real protective custody, and you're like, no, I want to stay with you. Yeah. And then I'm still going to not listen so... to you, because God, it's like, oh, four days is so long. I want to go clubbing. <laughs> I didn't bring any pants. <laughs> <laughs> When you have to run out of the house that suddenly, that's, it's fair not to remember pants. She all remembered all those coordinated and outfits, And her cocoa though. butter. She yeah, was rubbing all over herself. With her suspenders. Had she packed, And her, like, like before Martin female Tim shows up to the apartment she's staying in, posing as, as Mike. Did she pack a bag? She does take she's a, a bag. She takes a bag. With a dog in it. That's the only thing she puts in that, that bag. Maybe there's already clothes in it. Ew. <laughs> when you're in a rush, you worry, you'll wear dog clothes later. It's fine. <laughs> like, you know, I pictured her in actual dog clothes. Not like little bitty dog clothes. <laughs> like, wait, you think, you think Mike Lowry didn't have his own washer and dryer in that apartment? Full of ladies' clothes, probably, too. Well, there you go. Maybe it's leftover stripper That's clothes true. that were displaced. I mean, she had that sweet robe that she was wandering around yeah. in, too. So. Yeah. I also, so the woman that shows up, Yvette? Is it yes. Yvette? Yvette. Did she come into the building? She came into the apartment way? with a key. Right, she had right. A, well, I don't think they had locked the door. They should with a key, I don't remember. Something. I don't remember. Well, I mean, key. like, did she walk up past the doorman? Yeah, she had like, a she like a. Come? She had a. Sh- it was kind of sheer, but it was like a right. Coat. But that, but that was it. She, I feel like she yeah, unless she like ditched else. the trench coat. In the I, hallway I, I imagine it's a trench coat. Yeah. It was a trench coat. She, yeah, she had a coat on. Um, we never see it, but I'm just assuming, right? Because if your point is, I'm just going to show up at this person's apartment. I'm going to surprise them. You're probably not going to encounter them in the first six feet inside the door. You have time to ditch some kind of. Well, this further was, covering. It, it, it was planned, though. And the effect you're, you want to pull ordered. off is still yeah, he, there. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I forgot she was coming. That's well, when Martin massage. Lawrence first brings Taylor to the apartment, she's the one that calls yeah. on the answering machine. Yeah, and shows up yeah, later. Yeah, okay, I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm. I'm calling it a plot hole. <laughs> 
Uh, I don't know if I have anything else. Sarah, Leslie, you guys have anything to add or ask Josh? Grill him about this movie while we have him? Nothing? No, I don't no. think so. I mean, I'm just... You sounded like you enjoyed it. He, so he that did was enjoy he it. Laughed. I did laugh at several points. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a good sign. Unless it's a serious movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's the opposite effect. <laughs> if we watch Collateral Beauty and I'm, you know, really cracking up, then... <laughs> that might be a problem. <laughs> All right, so your game for Bad Boys 2. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll have to find some time to get that done. That'll be fun. Uh, I don't think I have anything else. Anything, Josh, you want to add? No, I think we're good. All right. Uh, Go through the usual spiel. Uh, If you've enjoyed the show, please stop by iTunes. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Be sure to share, subscribe, favorite the show, wherever you decide to listen. As always, you can find us on Facebook. Search Bragg and Super Friends or go to facebook.com slash Bragg and Super Friends. And you can send us questions, comments, topic suggestions there, or go to bragguysuperfriends at gmail.com, or tweet us at bgsuperfriends on Twitter. Again, I probably won't check any of that stuff, but it makes me feel good that it's out there in case you would like to contact us that way. Eventually, I'll get around to it. You'll get probably, a, probably like later. a notice or something if you ignore it long enough. You'll get like an email from each of those platforms saying, yeah. you know, check your notifications. You, you've received a message from something. Are you still there? Yeah. Paul is the only one I know that, that, com- that tags BG Super Friends for anything. <laughs> I've told her I don't check it that often. I get it like three days later when I decide to check on, on a certain computer or something somewhere, and she's like, "I don't care. I'm still going to do it." So she's apparently the only one I think that spreads the uses on another platform. That's no true. Problem. Yeah, she's she's doing she's doing more than I'm doing for my own fucking Twitter <laughs> handle. So that's cool. Uh, all right, on behalf of Josh, Sarah, Leslie, and myself, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>